Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh boy, Tom Hardy's back as Venom and he's battling Woody Harrelson's Carnage in the sequel to Venom. That's right, it's Venom. Let there be Carnage, the Geekscape special. We got Ian Kerner. We're going to be breaking it all down and it's coming up right now on a brand new Geekscape. Enjoy. Hey, Geekscapists, we're back, and we're going to be talking all about this brand new movie, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Yep, we saw it. That's right. Ian and I sat next to each other, and we watched this brand new Venom movie, and we'd seen that first one, and we're like, hey, maybe the second one will be something that we want to talk about and bring to the Geekscapists. Sorry about the little snafu earlier today. Facebook is down, and do we really miss it that much? Well, Some of our streams go to Facebook, so maybe you're watching this on the brand new YouTube that I had to put up. Uh, But regardless, this is our Venom Let There Be Carnage special. Yes, Ian and I sat through it. Yes, we have thoughts. And yes, we're going to share that with you right now. Um, What else is there to say other than we are available on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. No idea when Facebook will be back. And if you're listening to this on the podcast the following morning, you're like, you know what? whatever it's not my problem i don't watch the show on those platforms but you can and we're available and free on all those so tell your friends to subscribe and if uh maybe you're a facebook viewer you should be subscribing to all that stuff in case it goes down again as the world slowly crumbles and descends into chaos like be prepared and be like oh i'll just go to youtube and watch it there it doesn't matter this is all falling into entropy. Like that's the natural order of things. Okay. Speaking of the natural order of things, we got a good friend Ian here. He's uh, back from the squid games where he won and survived and came back with quite the winnings. That's right. It's Ian Kerner, current squid games champion. How are you, buddy? Good. I haven't started um, playing, watching. I, you know, I don't know <laughs> yet, but soon. I would put my money down on you to win some squid games uh, because you're a man who, First, you're competitive. Second, you're smart. And third, 
you can put up with quite the brutality when it comes to your pain threshold. And I witnessed that firsthand sitting next to you watching this one. Venom, let there be carnage. Um, and oh, well, listen, man. I mean, I think you knew, you knew that from the spirit. You knew that from the first Venom. I mean, yeah. I thought it was better than the first one. I know that's not a high bar. Um, you know, you can go back to past Geekscape reviewed that, and I mean, I thought that one was such trash. But I went into this, you know, with pretty low expectations. But I had heard from several people that it enjoyed it, and I thought, look. I heard the same thing. I heard this reminds me of old Raimi. No, no, that's an easy one. No, that's an easy one. It's not as good. Yeah, they they say there's a level of, there's a lack of literacy when you say something like that. Yeah, but here's the thing. What they embrace that I really enjoyed is, I mean, the Venom voice stuff is hysterical. The back and forth with, with Venom and Eddie Brock is very funny. And I knew that's what it was going in, so I enjoyed that. You know, um, mm-hmm. I mean, you sent me some post about that these movies are like so much better than MCU, and I don't know who that person was that tweeted that, but <laughs> I don't know what he's taking. You know, um, medication, over the counter, not you know, under the counter. I'll tell you what, you know, I enjoyed on the corner. I, enjoyed, I don't know. I enjoyed seeing this movie with my friends Ian and Justin. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 listen, there's stuff to talk about. You know, there's, there's things that were, were fun about it, you know? Um, there's a lot. Look, there's no more wrong with it than was wrong with the first one. It's a better movie than that, at least. Yes, yes, this is a better movie than Venom 1. I just, I think I think that they, they just embraced... I'm loath to call them strains exactly, but what was entertaining about the first movie they embraced for the second? Yeah, the sequence where he like bites the head off of fi- like a like a like he eats a lobster raw and that kind of fun no, like wait, 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 kind and, of and, and, silly stuff from the first one that was like totally campy. Fuck this yeah. guy? Was no, that's about, that, listen, Ian. That was the enjoyment I got out of this for this 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 movie. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Uh, the fuck this guy scene. The fuck this guy. Ten seconds was the enjoyment that I got from this. Uh, it's a competent movie. I mean, I like I like Andy. I love Andy Serkis. And I think this movie is competent in a lot of ways. Um, maybe this isn't a character that I care about, but you know what? I'm just not going to quantify it like that because at the end of the day, I think that this movie promised a lot of things. It was very consistent in delivering them. Yes, I agree with that. And you know, here's the thing is... You know, we've said we've had this conversation about the Sony side of Marvel so many times, you know, and, and you know, but of course, I mean, obviously, we have to revisit it briefly here. If only to say that, you know, it's frustrating. It's like, you know, it, it's it's diluted, right? You know, picking and choosing. But at, at the same time, an argument can be made that it very much feels like Marvel in the 90s, where you have different editorial teams handling different sides of the universe. The spider books were kind of on their own. You know, the Xbox were on their own, and arguably that, that's what we get here, right? Like, there are some light ties here and there, but, you know, they're ignored or don't really matter. Um, you know, what's been frustrating, and not to get ahead of ourselves to the tag, but the this basically, I mean, for lack of a better word, the Sony Marvelverse is really a Spider-Verse, right? And no Spider-Man. You know, and that's been weird. That was what was weird in the first movie, though it was arguably implied, you know, and and here we are in the second. Now, in the, I'll say current, but for the last few years now, 
the Venom books have done a really good job of separating Venom from Spider-Man, which I think is in no small part a way of lining it up in a way with, um, with this, you know, cinematic representation. Um, so making, you know, cause here's the thing from the get go, you know, the origin was Spider-Man finds a machine, you know, on battle world and the first secret wars, you know, and everyone else had gotten new costumes and he thought that was the costume machine and he gets this black costume and it, it responds to his thoughts. And next thing you know, he finds out it's alive and it's a symbiote. And, and by the way, they never actually said how it got there, but they sort of acted like, well, all the powers it had were because it copied Spider-Man's powers. So when it gives those powers to Venom, Venom's actually, in fact, stronger than Spider-Man because Eddie Brock majorly lifts weights so that it's a proportionality, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's what they did there. Then, you know, and then beyond that, though, it gets a little funky because, you know, the spawn of Venom, Carnage, you know, Carnage's, you know, uh, spawn, Toxin, you know, the, the Life Foundation symbiotes, fine, they can all have, you know, that memory. But, you know, then you get into symbiotes that have nothing to do with Spider-Man. And ultimately, they, they did this whole thing with the Clintar, which they named them, you know, later. And they had, you know, Flash Thompson, you know, as Venom, you know, Agent Venom and all that. And then out, out in space. And they did a bunch of, you know, Planet of the Symbiotes and things like that. But all the way coming to this hive mind thing with this character, Null, the God of the Symbiotes, which is where it's been recently and they did a giant thing with that and when donny cates got thanked in the in the you know the architect of that got thanked in the credits for this exactly and and, and they reference it really the only place they really reference it is again in that tag but it's kind of a major reference because it opens up a major door to you know what might come next yes you know so i I don't want to get ahead of ourselves to you know i mean i think the the tags the thing we probably want to discuss the most but maybe we we should cover the rest of the movie first Oh, yeah. um, I mean, honestly, like I, when I think about this movie and, and I don't remember a lot of it, I only saw this movie on Thursday night, uh, th- on Friday. I, I saw this movie three days ago. I don't remember major portions of this film. It just did not stick with me. So I will just highlight the portions that I do remember in a positive. There are some lumpy information dumps on you that at the the first info, the first one is the origin of, Sh- of Shriek and, and Cletus. When you see them at younger in the the home, and they kind of have this love affair through a wall because they're both inmates, and then they get separated, and they're going to get you, you reunited later in the movie. I thought that was clunky, but also it was very, a clear way of bringing them together because they basically a, a, stayed pretty true to Cletus's background in the comics. Sure, and they just but incorporate her into it, which was fine. And, it worked fine. But I was going to give him no points until later on. There's a sequence where Venom slash Eddie Brock is interpreting a letter from Cletus. And there's a beautiful animated sequence that it really clearly and horrifically for the subject matter, but really clearly showed Cletus's like mental state. Yeah. It worked it through. It had some His beautiful artwork. And, but then, you know, the yeah. idea, honestly, that I thought came, it was really good throwing the idea that, oh, you know, he was abused that, you know, yeah. the, the relatives he killed were horrible people that, you know, we never really see the truth of that. But Ian, that sequence, why wasn't that sequence the intro of the film? I would have got, I would have gone in with a lot more momentum. It would have worked a lot better to put us in the shoes of a lot of these characters. Okay. And I mean, it was a choice. I get it. I and, it. And putting that, putting that movie 20 minutes in after like a lot of the goodwill's already been spent. Like Cause, cause I, I, 
I, I, I, yeah, I get, I get it. I get it. The, the filmmakers have the ability to make a movie that had better narrative decisions made for this one. The escape, the busting out of Cletus Cassidy post, they're going to, they're going to put him down in the electric chair or, or lethal injection. Okay. So he's up on death row. They're going to lethally inject them. He's now taking some of the venom on by biting Eddie. Um, it well, so mixes, back up, first of all, well, I was well, kind of surprised that they, their decision was to, all right, to like, let, let's revisit this whole thing, bring him back to the jail cell. Finally wrote the article. Um, first of all, you know, in the comics, they were cellmates. Yes. And then him spawned, and that's how Carnage got a symbiote. So they sort of, I thought this was an odd decision to avoid the whole notion of spawning and just have him bite him and taste his blood, and then he gets it. Like, because it, okay. it feels like anyone can get it any time. And that also leaves us with the. With, I just sneeze. I'm allergic to this movie. Continue. That, that, that'll get us to the mulligan thing and the little Easter egg at the end, but, but well, leaving with the, the same problem. Well, the point I'm trying to make in is about the narrative consistency of the world they're trying to show. Like they're trying to say like the stakes are so high, but when Cletus breaks out of jail is now the, this he's murdered a shit ton of cops. He's busted out of the penitentiary there. Every news source is talking about how this guy's like escaped from jail and there's some urgency to getting him back. And then he cut to the dude walking down the sidewalk in the middle of the fucking street. Like, I, like, I see, I like, never problem with that. In, in, in the middle of the movie, you're like, oh, what the hell? And I was like, yeah, but that's just it. Fine, people could be looking for him. He's not worried because he has a symbiote. But, you know, and, and not everyone has been watching the, the news so closely and know about this guy and know to be looking for his face. His picture is everywhere. So what? The, and they're, they're betraying their own. Like, I'm not believe, at this it point, I'm not believing happened. anything. Okay, I mean, I, 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 listen. I, I, what, I have the guy ha, have have the guy walking down the middle of the street, and then have the news story break out. Have him walk past the TV. Oh, a set of TVs. We've seen that a million times. They don't put TVs yeah. in windows anymore. And and then that, and then give involved. the information. No, it it drove it it drove me crazy. He couldn't I have know. been louder. He could not have been louder in that sequence. He jumps in a car, rips it off, and takes it for a, a couple spins. And I'm sitting there going. Do none of the cops actually care about this guy having murdered a ton of police officers and burned down a penitentiary in his escape? Like this, just tell it. Don't tell us something. Like don't tell us the sky is blue, and then show us a movie where the sky is no longer blue. We don't trust you on this one. And they and there were multiple times in the movie where I was like, okay, the urgency isn't there. The I don't know what Eddie's doing at any point of this. There's a nice, uh, okay, squabble with him in Venom. And I, and I just don't feel like this movie, anything was that important in it. What, so it what, became what, forgettable. What more is they throw in this idea about, okay, so Venom's supposed, supposedly dead, right? As far as Anne's concerned, he's gone. But then, you know, right away when, you know, he sees Anne, it's like, oh, is he there or not? You know, it's this back and forth thing. And then they get so worried about people finding out about him you know, down to the detective, you know, recognizing, oh, there's something with this guy. But we don't see them investigating him before. It's like, all right, now suddenly it's an issue. Why wasn't it an issue before and coming off the movie? I mean, lady at the grocery store knows he's Venom. You know, yep. he's not really that subtle. I mean, I know he's trying to be, but he really isn't. And honestly, by the end of the movie, I like the idea that, yeah, it doesn't work out. They cannot, you know, it, 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 as, as I'm saying, it's already you know, straining credulity for me going in the movie. So at least by the end of the movie, they're like, yeah, no, you know, it's out, it's known. There's no, there's no way around that. Yeah. Eddie Brock is a fugitive and he may or yeah. may not have an alien symbiote on him. I, it, that and, should and have and been like, the starting well, point 
for this movie. He made they blew up a fucking spaceship in the last movie. That should have been the starting point for this movie. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of, exactly, exactly. I, 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 that, that's exactly my point. I felt, and I mean, I, I saw the the first one back with you, and that's the only time I watched it. But you know, for all the things I was bugged about in that movie, you know, the what left as a status quo at the end, which is where we are at the beginning of this one doesn't really resonate down to just, venom regularly just destroying the apartment and throwing tvs out the window and all that shit you know like yeah it was the recreation of the status quo from the first movie in that right. same arc and that's really what bored me out this is this in many ways overlaps the first oh, and movie by the and, way, beats, and by, I, by the way and venom jumping to different symbiote at uh, different hosts that, doesn't murder that people him. anymore doesn't but, kill any people saying, anymore but, sometimes but, kills people sometimes doesn't but those hosts that can't take him they're dying aren't they aren't yeah they he's leaving a trail of bodies he's a trail but, of dead bodies but they're ravers nobody's gonna right. miss them like it could have been the drugs i it's it's insanity and sometimes you can take that insanity and say oh this is such a co- cocaine fueled fun binge that we're just gonna go along for the ride and uh, we're gonna uh take all those narrative inconsistencies and campiness along in stride and here's the thing. Uh, there wasn't there wasn't if they if they wanted to amp it up if they really wanted to turn it into like nicholas cage and mandy go for it if they wanted to do like ghost rider spirit of vengeance do it but this felt like more in the middle than really going full throttle into any of the that like insanity that was promised in a lot of the reviews okay i mean look at the same time and you know do, do i agree with you not nearly the um craftsmanship of, of a classic Ramy film not even close but i definitely understand people saying it embraces that that old style campiness because it does it it feels like you know an old 90s campy superhero movie is that a good thing i mean i wouldn't have said so but I, I do recognize the idea that there's room for not everything is going to be as polished and can still be entertaining. I was entertained. Do I think it was dumb and silly and all that? You know, I mean, my wife, whom, you know, I know the listeners have probably heard me reference a lot. Like, you know, when she asked me about it, oh, what she said, I was like, yeah, you have no reason to watch that movie. You know, like she would just be bored and annoyed and whatever else. In a but way, in you've, uh, you just described myself in Geekscape. Um, is it smart? No. Is it? Entertaining sometimes. Is there any reason to watch it? Not at all. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't have said any of those things. You know, <laughs> but, you know. thank, thank you, sir. Uh, yeah. It, here we go. We got Garrett Briones over on YouTube, and we, Garrett loves you, man. Garrett Garrett really is a fan of yours, and he goes, "I felt that while we he was seen off, and the Carnage symbiote was undercooked." Why was Venom worried about be- him Great being a red point. one? That really annoyed me. I was like, "All he right, truly oh, felt like, like give us more." He what felt does like that the mean? riot. He felt like riot from the last film, but red. Yes, I, I agree. You know, and like it, it just it, it undercooked is exactly the right term. Give us more background there. Tell us. I mean, clearly, the Venom symbiote knew more than he told the audience, and those are the answers we needed to understand what the hell was going on. Man, again, as I said. Why did that symbiote form just from biting his blood? Like that doesn't, you know, just give me the spawning thing. That makes sense at least, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it's right there in the source material that they're actually in many ways being slavish to. I mean, look, you know, um, the, orf- the the home for boys thing, that's right out of the comics with Carnage. You know, Ravencroft right out of the comics. Even leaving Eddie on the island is right out of Amazing 344, you know? I mean, like that's it's it's you know they're really looking at the comics very closely when they do these movies. Shriek is pretty much right out of the comics. Um, you know, even you know Detective Mulligan. 
Uh, so here was the thing I, I, I gave, sort of gave Jonathan a heads up. I was going to say something on this topic, but he didn't know exactly what. So um, we came out of the movie and we were laughing about how, you know, what is it that every single television and, uh, you know, movie, you know, the cop has to have a New York accent. You know, every he's time. in San Francisco with a New York accent. But, but I will say to you, what was interesting about that is, you know, in the comics, of course, he's a New York cop. You know, so, you know, you could almost joke that, all right, that, that, that's sort of sort of a nod to that, right? Um, I mean, you know, whatever. Of course, I, th- I think the other side of it is English actors can only do New York accents, right? <laughs> I mean, we've got Tom Hardy doing a New York accent in San Francisco. We've got, you know, the Detective Mulligan doing it. De- and he's a detective some of the time. Sometimes he's your buddy. Sometimes he's a detective. It just depends on what the movie needs. Um uh, can I guess that Anne's like legal career is over now at this point when she signs in to talk to her client and then a giant gaping hole emerges in the side and they've both escaped? Like it, her career is over, right? Like I think, I, he, I, think, I think definitely problematic unless she's going to own that he's a symbiote and he took her. And he and, took her like the, King Kong. Yeah. 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 Honestly. And, and honestly, I, I think that we can almost assume it's something like that. And that's an easy fix for her. Yes. Uh, but you know what? Andy Serkis does have fun with this. I do like Andy. And I, I thought they, Michelle Williams was great. And they have that sequence at the end where it's like, oh, by the way, Andy did play King Kong. So we're going to do a little bit of King Kong on the tower mm-hmm. sequence there at the top of the chapel. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, though, Ian. The, the damn stuff I thought was really funny and fun down to at the end. You know, they're hating on him. And then, of course, Venom likes him at the end. I mean, yeah. it was funny and fun. You yeah. Know? The, did they not use the bells on Spider-Man 3 against the symbiote as well? Yeah. So there's a little bit of a overlap on that one. Um, that, 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 that's, I mean, that's straight out of the you know, that web of Spider-Man mm-hmm. number one source material, right? Yeah. It, the, the movie just didn't throw, it thoroughly did not do anything for me, Ian. Uh, uh, it, the, I thought that this movie was sadly, I was looking forward to it because I had read all the reviews. It's like, hey, you might have hated the first one, but this one's a lot of fun. It's, it's crazy. I was wanting it. It never really ramps up to that level in my estimation. It did things narratively and consistently that what we've, we've listed. Um, I wanted well, to like it a lot more than lot I did. And well, I didn't, I did not laugh as Justin was between us. I did not laugh at a lot of the jokes. <laughs> I groaned at a lot of the jokes, but then it hit one joke, which may not have been a joke, but I will put down right now that venom let there be carnage has my single most favorite moment in the theater of 2021. Which is when not Cletus really saying ca- much. Or that you know, moments? well, I've, I've seen a lot of movies this year, but this okay. is, this, this is, this one is my favorite moment. When Cletus Cassidy has been, been separated from the symbiote, he's no longer carnage and Venom has him in his hands at the end of the movie. And is like, it doesn't matter. I'm still a mass murderer. I'm still a killer. I'm still a, and, inter- and Venom interrupts him by, chopping his head off just chopping on him and saying fuck that guy and tossing his body (laughs) dude we were crying we were laughing our asses off um and you know what fuck that guy (laughs) that part of the movie was hilarious and honestly like the the movie's fine um i do not have a soft spot in the movie for this i respect everybody involved i think i think tom hardy and woody harrelson and Andy Serkis and everybody involved are amazing. There's multiple uh, Oscar nominated actors in this thing. It's a, and it's by just, the way, and, and uh, Harrelson is like right off the page is Cletus. Hell yes, he is. Like hell perfect. yes, he is. Um, the story just wasn't there. 
for me. Story wasn't there for me. And then just rehashing a lot of the beats that we had in Venom 1, it felt like a cleanup yeah, job it, a little it, bit. Absolutely I'm that, you know, and of course, yeah. the symbiote versus symbiote thing, you know. Um, honestly, in the first one, I was surprised that's where they went because the one you want to see was always been Carnage. So, like, why, you know, I, part of me, I, I kind of felt like they blew their load in the first one. So now we have this hint at the end of the movie where you see detective Mulligan and he's been tossed aside. You think he's right. been killed and his eyes flash and Oh no, he and, and in the comics the literally in his very set, you know, his first appearance is in Venom versus carnage number one and then versus carnage number two, he gets carnage's spawn. So he becomes toxin. Who's an anti-hero. So, like, you know, but again, my problem is again, you you no sense of, well, we have no sense of spawning in this movie. So there's never a moment where I could see why he would have gotten it or where he would have gotten it. So I can't explain it to you in the same way. I can't really explain how they did any spawning in this movie. Okay. In the but, comics. But that's definitely where they're going. In the comics, what is the story on the toxin? That it carnage spawns is a point where they spawn. But what is toxin's whole deal? Well, obviously, 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 uh, obviously carnage. Obviously, Carnage is like a mass murdering symbiote. The, the, the he's a mass murderer. Look, 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 you always get, you know. Toxin doesn't sound like a good guy. Yeah, but with the symbiotes, it's always, you know, it's a meeting of the minds. So, you know, the host is always going to affect, you know, it somewhat. And it's a question of whether or not they're overwhelmed or not, you know? Okay, I mean, so- Peter Parker with the symbiote, you know, was not a bad guy, although it started, you know, taking him over at night and things like that and starting to affect yeah. his moods. But Toxin's um, a good guy? Toxin is, is a green Toxin, symbiote? Toxin tries to be a good guy. And currently, he's very much a good guy. He's a green symbiote. Um, yeah. What color? Fuchsia? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the color is orange. I don't you know. know, the truth is, Garrett nailed it in the chat. He says, who could possibly care about another symbiote? Well, exactly. Symbiote? Exactly. That's not what you want next. I mean, but by the way, here's the thing. Um, what they set up in the tag, and they, they then I, I would argue that they then didn't pay it forward was the idea of the hive mind and all of that stuff, which brings in the notion of null, okay? Which, frankly, is less interesting when you don't have the rest of the MCU to corrupt. But regardless, the god of symbiotes and tons of symbiotes coming and all that stuff. Okay? When you saw the when, island, when you saw the jungle, when you saw the iguana, were you thinking that they were going to use that tag to introduce Sony's Craven character as part of the Sonyverse, the Spiderless Sonyverse that's got going on over there, and let's call it the, the Spiderless Sonyverse at the moment, um, because it's like Garrett says with the Sonyverse, without Spidey, who are you building around and building to? Am I supposed to get excited I, about the upcoming Craven movie where he's hunting vermin in Iguana? I, I, I agree completely with Garrett. You know that that that's exactly the problem. As I referenced before, it's like building to what. You know, doing these, like, we're going to get a Craven movie. Okay. I mean, Morbius, I couldn't be less, you know, interested you're, in. Don't get me wrong, I'm going to see it. You're getting tickets yeah. the second that they're available, Ian. I'll get them. Of course, we'll go. But, you know, Ian, I get mean? tickets like, now. Not, I mean, listen, in fairness, you know, Morbius, you know, did premiere in Spider Man, but he's not a major Spider Man character. You know, um, they periodically do his own book, and it's like, you know, all right, whatever. You know, boo-hoo, I want to be cured of my blood affliction. You know? But this has to be in the same universe. Like, Sony has to be putting these all together on their end to create Yeah, well, well, well that's a... just it. We certainly expected a, you know, Jared Leto Morbius thing, you know, as a tag in this. You know, so it's or, or at least, that. Or at least uh, they've got that Craven movie that they announced. Right. But, but the, the tags are about things they've shot already. 
Okay. So Ian, do you want to go ahead? And, I mean, what else do you want to talk about that doesn't involve the tag when it comes to Venom? Let there be carnage, <laughs> which is a silly name. Um, I mean, look, I, I think we've pretty much covered it. I know we haven't been going quite as long as we do on other things. But, I, there know, wasn't it, a lot for me to talk sor- about. The source material is there. You know, Shriek was done pretty well. Um, we talked about Toxin. You know, mm-hmm. um, I th- you know the, the the nod back again to you know the the Anne Lady Venom thing. I thought was cool and fun. Sure. You know. Um, yeah. We also got the convenience store lady Venom. Yeah, that was funny. And it's the only store in San Francisco that has chocolate, I I imagine, because that's where he goes to get his chocolate, or it's the last place he checks. It's like, come on, come on. That's it. Come on. He just doesn't have it. Can't go to supermarket. You know what, Ian? I found another positive. I like the chickens. I like the chickens. Chickens were cool. Don't break. Don't go too far. All right, pal. The chickens were amusing. All right. Um, all right, Ian. We so pretty much. Should we talk about? Yeah, the we, we, th- there's not much else to talk about, you know, well, on this well, one. So, so here's the thing. So, so still, still staying with the Venom of it. Because you know, I would so, ask you what a Venom sequel would be, but I think we're being told what the Venom well, no, sequel. No, no, but that's be. just it. So, I don't, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. The tag sets up the potential sequel of Null. And the hive mind, the god of the symbiotes, the planet symbiotes, all that stuff, right? Because he's talking about like and how his, much his cosmic. He's a, a, right. I'm a cosmic hive mind entity, Eddie. Like right, I know I things that you'll never imagine. You imagine. Right. Sure. So but when he goes, think, when he does it, what happens? Well, I think it's, and that's the interesting debate. I think it was coincidental that when he's about to do it, I think it's whatever Doctor Strange is doing in No Way Home affects them. And seemingly they've gone from one hotel room to another, similar but somewhere else. You know, I think he's hopped universes, so they've pretty much now said that this Venom Sony verse is not the MCU. Okay. Right? And uh, and and I I think that that's basically their way of saying he's showing up in No Way Home in December. Okay, you think that that Sony is going to cram their Sinister Six movie into No Way Home? No, I think that they're, they're getting Venom in there. Right. So everybody's going to show up in. in well, no Way here's Home. the thing. So you said their Sinister Six movie. That's the big question, because the big question is the more or less Sinister Six that we're going to get in that movie is that are they going to be the Sinister Six beyond that, or well, are they a multiverse Sinister Six? But we've got Doc that's, Ock. That, we've got that's the Goblin. Question. We've got Electro. We possibly have Vulture from that world. We possibly have Scorpion from that world. Mm-hmm. We possibly have Shocker from that world. Yeah. We possibly have if Goblin. you don't trust don't trust Quentin Beck, we possibly have Mysterio yeah. back. Sam, we saw yeah. Goblin Bomb, right? We saw a Goblin Bomb. I see. Yeah, and now you've got possibly the Venom. Now the Goblin Bomb might not be Green Goblin, maybe a Top Goblin. I better hope it's not that hobgoblin, please no. <laughs> if, if 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 Octavius can be alive, if he can be snipped out of the timeline, right. out of out of the multiverse, well, he's still alive, and he was clearly drowned at the end of Spider Man Two. Anyone anyone can be alive because it's a, it's a multiverse, so it could be it could right. come from somewhere else. But you know, but I mean, I I haven't heard 
that they got Willem Dafoe. Okay, so Garrett oh. says, listen, I enjoyed that tag in the moment, but then I immediately remembered, I don't really want to see Spider-Man and Venom face off on screen. Why not? And that's a question for Garrett, who's not here, but I would like to see Spider-Man and... I'd like to see Venom involved well, look, in Spider-Man the, the, at least the, the, a little. The, the argument is thematically they, they feel very off. You know, um, I think, what listen, one of the problems, and I said this a long time ago. Um, but listen, thematically, Daredevil with Charlie Cox but, also feels thematically off. It's but, very brutal and hard, but you can have him in the Spider-Verse too. I you can have him in the No Way Home. Yeah, I, 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 no I, no, I hear what you're saying with that, but m- the point I want to make to you is that, you know, I said to you years ago, that I was bothered out of, of a need, you know, from the beginning of uh, the latest version of Spider-Man that they were planning to do four movies and basically have him set in high school. You know, I mean, in the comics, he's in high school for 28 issues. Mm-hmm. And in those days, Marvel Comics happened in real time. So in 28 issues, you know, it's a couple of years. Great. But, you know, four movies that are only supposed to be a couple of years of high school, you know. Is that how just, many of these Tom Holland movies we have contractually is four of them. I thought it was that, only that, three. My understanding was four way back when maybe it, it, they only have three, but um, you know, again, you know, look, we see how they've done it now. I mean, really not much time's going by. No, you know, well, I mean, well, arguably, you know, uh, he jumped five years and didn't age. Yes. And but, now yeah. he's now his, his, now his, Identity's out, and he's hanging right. out on the rooftop with MJ, and he has to fix this thing because his friends right. are all now being pulled in to the police. And uh, in doing so, they bring the Venom into the MCU. So Anne is still in that other universe. Well, well, and, and again, what does that Venom sequel look like? Is it an integration of the Craven and Morbius characters? Uh, uh, that, listen, that's a big question. I would expect. That whatever happens in No Way Home is set right, and he ends up back, you know, where he quote unquote belongs, you know, in No Way Home. That's what I would expect. Um, I can't imagine that. Look, they're not going to blow their load on this multiverse thing now. I think what we've discussed before is ultimately you're probably going to get a merger of sorts, you know. But I think that's going. It's all going to be a bunch of incursions leading up into Battle World after a multiversal war. And now we're getting into, you know, the Kang of it, right? I think yes. it's going to be a while, maybe a solid five to 10 years of this. You don't think that's just phase. Four. You don't think phase four Marvel's the multiverse phase. I don't think it, I don't think it ends with, with phase four. Okay. You know, yeah. I mean, I, it doesn't look like they're building up to King to King being like the big yeah, bad. Phase four yeah. is going to end with fantastic four is my understanding. I think that's, that's, that's just, we've only touched the surface of it. Okay. You know, I mean, really we, we're going to get this movie. I mean, here's the bottom line. We get this movie, Doctor Strange, and um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, you know, um, what is it, Quantumania? Quantumania. You know, so that's probably more of that, too. You know, I mean, listen, it's certainly time travel. The question is, is it dimensional travel as well? Mm -hmm. You know, we can evolve. So we know that... Quantumania, do you think that's the introduction of the Fantastic Four and a hint? No, no, I don't think we're going to actually get the Fantastic Four into the Fantastic Four movie. Even though Peyton, Peyton Reed at one point was going to do a Fantastic Four movie, is directing Ant-Man Wasp Quantumania and has pitched the integration of the Fantastic Four into this universe that's directed by Spider-Man director. What do you think of that? 
I still, I, I don't, I just don't think we're going to get, you know, listen, we, we've all been looking for, I'm looking for, you know, we were hoping it, Is that you a know, in WandaVision, we were hoping we were going to get Reed Richards. I don't think they're going to do no? it. No, I WandaVision, I never believed the Mephistos. I thought we were possibly going to see um, Benedict Cumberbatch in WandaVision. But then it would have been male character saving female character. I think they did a great job. And for all the arguments about Mephisto, I think that if anything, you know, it'll be Dormammu. Sure. Well, I think there's still room for more baddies, but I don't think we're going to get Mephisto anytime soon. My, you know, a friend of mine was telling me, you know what, like they can't market that in China, which is a commercial idea. Is that like, you know, they can't market Mephisto in China and China's a big audience right. for these Marvel films. So maybe they don't get Mephisto at all. Um, Garrett says he did not want to see a Spider-Man Venom face off because it would be Tom Holland's Spidey versus Tom Hardy's Venom. And they don't have an established history, even though in Venom one, there was that story about the reporter back in New York. There was a, right. a, that 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 throwaway line that there's a, a reporter back in New York that he had some altercation with. We're right. guessing that's Peter, but the, the, here that, that, that reference is implied. But you but know, Peter's in high school. Well, that's just it. It's a different Peter, and that was that, that was where so I, I meant to go when we got on the tangent. So I ask Peter. you this: Why did Venom? Why did Venom lick his face on the TV? Why did Venom recognize Spidey on the he TV? He was drawn to him, right? So you think that this Venom? which is a multiversal hive mind, maybe, you know, uh, Venom maybe had a, maybe it has a history with maybe the Andrew Garfield Spidey or the, um, the first Spidey. What do you think? Answer the question, please. So now you're getting, well, so now you're getting into an idea of whether or not in what is normally Venom's world, right? Yes. Venom's universe whether or not that definitively is Peter Parker and maybe it's one of the others, right? That's what you're suggesting? Yeah, so when when Anne has that line in Venom 1 about the altercation with the reporter right. um, in New York, is that Tobey Maguire's... It, it was no, 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 no. It was definitely yeah, meant yes. to be an Easter egg, meant to be a nod to that without coming out and saying it in that movie, right? Okay, so I have and, one they, and they haven't done it yet. So that so I, I and I agree that it doesn't work for that to be Tom Holland. No, because that suddenly we have Topher Grace versus Tom Hardy. Right. Do are we going to see Topher Grace in Far From Home? Answer the question. Yes, please. I think not. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Well, are we going to see Topher Grace versus Tom Hardy? Again, I think not. Okay, I'm being a little silly here, Ian. Um, is it a mess? Listen, I, I think they've embracing the multiverse allows it to be a mess and, and for that to be okay. You know, e- everything works because everything's a different universe. The, the only thing really messy is the question of that we've all been wondering because it's all about the rights issues of, all right, Sony has the right to use Tom Holland, but it makes it messy because doesn't that immediately imply that, you know, it's part of the MCU? Well, the answer is it doesn't have to. You can use Tom Holland and just have him be spider-man with venom but not be the same one wait hold up okay they sony made far from home they they were allowed to use the footage in that tag what was kevin feige's response when he saw that they were going to i think i think kevin feige's decision was you know i think as as i said again i think that venom shows up in no way home i think that kevin feige's decision was you know what you want to play well and all that. We have Peter Parker, this Spider-Man, Sony Spider-Man is part of the MCU, interacting with Iron Man and Doctor Strange and everyone else. But what they do in Venom is not part of that. 
So we're helping you out. We're going to stick them in. We're going to let you put them in No Way Home, which is still partly produced by Marvel. They had to jump universes. It's not the same universe. Okay. And so Garrett's back and he says, you know, because of that John Watts connection, he's doing the Spider-Man movies and the Fantastic Four. Maybe there's a Baxter building reference in No Way Home. What do you think of that, Ian? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it's a building. I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, it's a building in New York. Okay. Remember in like Agents, what was it, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or somewhere where they made a reference to Stephen Strange? We all went nuts. Uh, It was in Winter Soldier. And it was Agent, what's his, yeah, we were like, oh my God, Stephen Strange is coming. We were super Because the idea that they were targeting uh, Stephen Strange to be killed doesn't seem to line up with the timeline. No, you know, Stephen. I mean, Stephen became well. It depends on how long he was exactly. Being how long was he? Uh, yeah, by the ancient. No, world. he had to be not just how long he was being taught, but for them to be a target, he had to be back and already be. You know, some form um, of yeah, yeah, an issue. So, so the real question becomes: How long was he back between that and then between, say, you know, Thor Ragnarok when he shows up, and then you know, Endgame and all that? Is it years from the end of the first Doctor Strange movie? to him getting involved with the other things we see in it. Agreed. Agreed. You know, I mean, if you think in Doctor Strange, when you hear the whole thing about, you know, the, the, the guy in the accent, you think they're referring to Rhodey, you know, in Civil War, but maybe they're not. In the end, I know we're talking about Doctor Strange, and maybe this is a, something to save for the next installment of that franchise, but the Baron Mordo of it all, like I thought that was going to be the sequel to Doctor Strange, and now everything's I, I, going I, multiverse I, crazy. Uh, it doesn't mean it doesn't show up. I, I can't imagine him not showing up. It's it's a big tag, you know. I mean, maybe, but I would think he shows up. You know, Garrett's hitting hard today. He said, you know what, I say the Baxter building thing because the two John Watt Spidey films have made a huge deal of what's become of the former Avengers Tower. Let's make it the Baxter building. Let's set it up. Let's bring them home. That's After a work. space flight. After a space flight. Um, okay, so Ian, we have this MCU. We have the venom verse venom's gonna maybe be in no way home he's gonna go back home maybe I we'll think. have the maybe we'll have that null storyline somewhere in venom but i'm guessing sony's gonna make him go up against the silk and the um they got a silk movie coming i think he's gonna have him go up against silk and there's gonna be some morbius crossover and there's gonna be some craven hunting them so like, again, I, silk for me is really tricky without spider-man i agree i agree on all this um you know, Black Cat without Spider-Man. I mean, all, all these characters, you know, it's not, I've said this for years, you know, it's... But Ian, you do a character in your big franchise and then see if popularity, you know, makes it deserved of its own spinoff and its own property versus let's just milk properties because we have rights to them, right, you know? Ian, I mean, is it that IP that strong? Venom has always had a strong following. That's why Venom worked. But Ian, I ask you... Um, is there a post MCU Spider-Man in the Venom verse? Is the is the reporter that is the photographer that he had an altercation with back in New York somebody that exists in the Venom verse? And when he gets separated again, when he gets sent back home after Spider-Man three, does the, he get the, the, does the question becomes how messy do you want to be? You know, Sony Sony isn't gonna do another Spider-Man that isn't Tom Holland right now. Okay, while they have Tom Holland, they're not going to do that. I don't see Sony going, you know what? Now we've brought them back and, you know, we can do Andrew Garfield against Venom. I was thinking Ian Kerner versus Venom. I, I'm too old. but 
Spider-Verse, they have an older Peter Parker. Yeah, I mean, you know, at, at that point, you have to have Mayday running around too, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we do have that. Um, all right. Ian, is there anything else you want to add about Let There Be Carnage? Um, I thought it was fun. Mm. It's entertaining. You know, mm. if, if you've seen the first one, it's, it's, it's worth watching. Uh, this, this, um, we, we're, we're over three. We're over yeah, three on agreeing on those we, we agree. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's definitely not a great movie. Anyone suggesting it's better than MCU movies is crazy. But uh, you know, I thought it was fun. Um, beyond that, I'm I'm curious to see what happens in No Way Home. You know that that tag definitely surprised me. Okay, Ian. Even though I had an allergic reaction, as you've heard throughout the show, to this film, you're going to get tickets to the third one. I mean, I probably will. Listen, you got these tickets. Yep. But that here's was, that the, was, I didn't think that was a first. But Geekscape is, we're not going to wait till then. Hey, because look. Because next week, you and I have to discuss a little what if. We do have to discuss what if. And, and then and you don't care about James Bond, but I'm going. Okay. Yeah. Enjoy your James Bond. Maybe we have you I on will. the Geekscape flagship normal show to talk about game, James Bond. That might work. <laughs> Cold House. Okay. So. We got to talk about if, and then shortly thereafter, we're going to have to talk Eternals and whether or not the earth is a celestial seed. We'll get up and by, by the, the way, what if is tomorrow is the finale to what if? Yeah, that's right, baby. We're going to see each other this same time next week. Okay. Maybe Facebook will be back. Maybe it won't be. We'll be back. Um, we'll be back. The funny thing is, Ian, I just realized that you and I are seeing each other almost every week with th- these specials. I have to start recording more normal Geekscapes on top of our stuff. Because usually I'm like, oh, we got Ian. I'm not going to do a normal Geekscape this week. And at this point, this the Geekscape multiverse has to start having two of those a week just to so we can talk like normal topics like James Bond, etc. Sure. And give time for Ian and I to specialize on something like this. Um, dude, thanks for joining me. Thanks. Sorry about the technical difficulties at the top of the show caused by the whole Facebook downage or whatever that was. Um, Geekscape is, we got fun conversations like this coming up all the time. As we just previewed a ton of them uh, that Ian's going to be involved in. Coming, we have Eternals coming. We've got LA Comic Con coming. We're going to be doing some panels there. If y'all are in LA, uh, I just submitted some panels to LA Comic Con. They asked, so I'm guessing they're going to allow them. And uh, we have tons of fun stuff coming up on Geekscape. I saw last week when it was International Podcast Day that Geekscape is home to 18 shows, including this one. So go on all your podcatchers, search for Geekscape, subscribe to any of our shows. If you're into music, wrestling, female filmmaking, we have that one, Film Regards. We got a new show about like the nightmare stories of Hollywood. I heard a great one yesterday, Ian, that I want to share on that one. Um, but we got all sorts of fun stuff on the show, uh, on the podcast. I like listening to Geekscape games about video games. And there's just tons here on Geekscape that Jonathan cannot cover on his own. So we have a network now. Um, thanks for joining us, though. Tell your friends to subscribe. We're free on all the podcatchers. And again, YouTube, Twitter, Twitter now, Twitch, and Facebook when it comes back. So Ian, dude, we can follow you on Twitter at, e- at Ian L. Kerner. I'm at Jonathan London. Thanks for joining me, buddy. Thanks for joining me. So I don't have to see and watch this movie by myself. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Sure. Um, peace. Bye. Let there be Geekscape. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.